Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 93. Today I want to talk to you about perception. Perception is such an important word that I think we need to use more in our day-to-day vocabulary because so often we forget that our perception is not necessarily the truth. When I was working on my book, Break the Cycle with Your Mother, I was having many conversations with my own mother. And one of the conversations that we had was about her saying, I love you to me when I was a child. You see, her perception was that she said it to me every single day. Before I went to bed at night, she told me she loved me. And she was very frustrated and disappointed that I wasn't acknowledging that. That was her perception. My perception was that while my mom said the words, I love you, every single night, the emotions I felt coming off of her every single night were not emotions of love. In fact, my perception of her emotions during that evening ritual of her saying, I love you, were so negative and scary that I actually really did not like having to go through that ritual every single evening. I wanted to avoid it if at all possible. It was highly unpleasant and left me feeling very unsettled. And when we were discussing this, I asked her just one question. When you would say to me, I love you, was love the emotion you were feeling? And she answered honestly, and she explained to me how love was not the emotion she was feeling. She discussed with me, all the overwhelming emotions she was experiencing and the struggles she was going through during my childhood. Simply getting the words out to say to me, I love you, was the absolute most she could muster. And yet, I never felt loved. Our relationship shifted beautifully once she was able to express her perception and I was also given the space to express mine. When she was able to be heard that she wanted appreciation for saying I love you every single night. And I was able to be validated in saying that wasn't the emotion I was feeling when you did that. Neither one of us was exactly right or exactly wrong in what was going on during this evening ritual of my childhood. The simple fact that my mother was trying to establish this habit of me always hearing that she loved me every single evening was in itself an act of love that I could not appreciate as a child because of all the emotions she was dealing with. And because she was watching this experience unfold through where she was coming from and her own pain and her own life, she couldn't see past that to see that I wasn't buying it, that the love was not coming through. Both of our perceptions were important, and both of our perceptions needed to be validated and neither of us had the full picture. My own daughter is a teenager right now, almost an adult, and she's going through all the things a normal teenager goes through. And we recently went through this period where 
every other interaction with her just felt like my heart was being pierced. And then she would turn around and do something very loving and very sweet. And I felt like I was on a roller coaster with her. But knowing what I know about people and human interactions and perception, I went to her and I asked her to please explain to me her experience of what was going on between us. And admittedly, as a mom, I was a bit ready for battle and carrying some of that perceived hurt with me into this conversation. And she proceeds to tell me how much she has appreciated the past few weeks and how she has loved our time together and she's feeling very close to me and she's so grateful for the help I've been giving her. And to say I was a bit shocked is an understatement. I was anticipating that she was going to tell me that she was angry with me, that she hated me, that I was ruining her life. And so I asked her to give me a moment, let me process and reorganize my thoughts in my head. And then I asked her about some of the interactions we had had that I had felt were so hurtful. And she was really surprised that that had been my takeaway because we were in a place where her perception could be heard. And it was also safe for me to share my perception of our experiences with my teenage daughter. We were able to get an immense amount of clarity. She was able to recognize that some of the things she was doing were not coming across the way she intended. And I was able to see how much my daughter actually appreciated me and the advice I was giving her and my presence in her life. That conversation was a beautiful stepping stone in her own maturity and growth and helped to lay some extra foundation in the relationship that we have and the relationship we're going to have as she enters adulthood. Are you walking around with hurts because of the way you perceived something? Is there a possibility that you do not have the whole picture? Does the other person understand why you're hurt, why you've grown distant, why they're cut out of your life, why there's a new boundary between the two of you? Have you attempted not just to tell them how you feel, but also to get curious about how they perceived that interaction between the two of you? You might think a conversation like that could go one of two ways. It's either going to be okay, or it's going to be really bad. And I want to suggest That even if your conversations don't go as well as the two that I shared at the beginning of this, any outcome, if you genuinely try, is a positive one. Let me explain why. If they participate honestly in the conversation with you and you gain clarity, either the relationship can heal as you two understand each other, or you can find peace and validation about the steps you've taken to separate yourself from this individual because they just clarified for you and justified that reason for you. So either you get peace and validation that your decision was right, or you get peace and reconciliation. It's win-win. Depending on your situation, you may not have to have that conversation. And that's okay if you decide the right course of action for you is to not have a conversation to discuss your perspectives. However, if that's the choice you're making, make it fully, meaning give yourself peace that you can let it go, that you are confident in the decision that you made, that you don't need to revisit this and put it to rest. Here's the deal. If you don't find peace with this one way or another, it's going to eat at you. 
It's going to eat at your thoughts. It's going to eat at your heart. It's going to stress you out. It's going to affect your dreams. It's going to affect how you approach other relationships. That's an awful lot of power to give something that you don't even want in the first place. I had a situation where I had to accept the peace without the conversation, and it festered. I typed out emails to this person. I wanted to know if other people had talked to this person. I dreamt about them sometimes. I was standoffish with other people because of it. And part of what was eating me up was wondering why they did what they did, why it didn't seem to be bothering them that the relationship had ended. It was rough. It was really rough. I remember driving down the road one day, a road I was very familiar with, and all of this was still relatively new. And I was just turning it around and around and around in my head. And I didn't realize how consumed I had gotten with thinking about this. And I almost hit a curb. Thankfully, there were no other cars around me and I was able to correct myself. But my gosh, it had completely consumed me. And that's when I realized I had to make a choice. I either had to reach out to them and attempt to have this conversation or I had to let it go. And ultimately, I chose to let it go because I knew how unhealthy this person was for me. I knew how poorly other conversations had gone in the past when I had tried to get some honesty out of them and some vulnerability out of them. And so I knew that even though a part of me really wanted that clarity and that closure, the reality was I probably was not going to actually get that, and it would probably just make me more upset. And so I made the only healthy choice I could and I let it go. When you're deciding which choice you need to make, whether have the conversation or let it go, I want you to ask yourself the same questions. Am I going to get honesty? Is this person in a place where they can authentically show up to this conversation? Is there a benefit to having this conversation? I know this isn't something that everybody wants to hear. However, it cannot be based on whether or not you want the conversation or want closure. Those two really do not play a part in whether or not the conversation will actually be helpful to you. If you're letting it go without the conversation, there's a couple of steps you can take to do this. Part of it is acknowledging that this is over. It's done. It is as complete as it's going to get. Acknowledge that you don't have all the answers and you didn't get to say everything that you wanted to say. And that can still be okay. And the reason it will be okay is all of those answers to the questions I told you to ask yourself, right? They're not going to be honest. It's just going to make you angrier. It's just going to hurt you again. Find the lesson you can learn in this, whether it's shifting your own behavior, how you pick your people, who you are vulnerable with. Find the lesson so that you can move forward with some kind of takeaway that is helpful to you. And then remember that you are not responsible for where the other person is at, their frame of mind, or their inability to have this conversation. If you choose to have the conversation, it is vitally important that you go in with an open mind, with curiosity, with a willingness to hear the other person, and for their truth to be whatever their truth is. Be willing to be honest in a kind and clear way. What do I mean by that? Telling somebody that they are just always a complete jerk is not kind. They cannot 
do anything with that information. And there's a lot of blame in saying it that way. Use I statements, be clear, give them information they can understand. So you might say something like, my perception is that my opinion did not matter when we were making plans because we always ended up doing what you wanted to do. That covers our what, when, how, why without making ugly you statements. Can you hear how that sounds so much better than you always only wanted us to do what you wanted to do? You're so self-centered. Totally different statement. So be willing to listen with curiosity. Be willing to see their perception. Be willing to share yours in a clear, kind way. And be open to understanding and reconciliation. If you're on the fence about whether or not to have this conversation or let it go and answering the questions I gave you earlier helped a little bit but didn't give you full clarity, there's one other thing that you can do. Ask yourself and ask them, if we have this conversation, are you willing to recognize that maybe the way you perceived it wasn't what was actually occurring? This might surprise you because it was surprising to me when I first realized some people would answer this way. However, if somebody tells you, I'm going to be hurt regardless, or nothing you say is going to stop me from being upset with you, or any variation of that, anything in the family of that type of a response, there is no point in you attempting to have this conversation. They are not curious. They are not open to examining their own perspective and calling into question what they perceived happened. You wouldn't think people would be honest about this one, but surprisingly, a lot of people are genuinely honest about telling you no. And if they tell you no, believe them. Honestly, even if you are 100% sure you want to have this conversation, ask them this before you start it, because I would highly recommend you change your mind about having this conversation if their answer to you is no. Their perception is how it happened, and you can say whatever you want to say, but they know their truth. So just remember, that hurtful thing that you experienced, that memory that you have, the other person involved might have an incredibly different version of what transpired in their own minds. In fact, often this is why we don't get apologies from people we think owe us an apology and we're shocked that they're not apologizing. They have no clue we think an apology is needed. So instead of allowing that hurt to fester and compound because you think that they're continuing to hurt you after that hurtful experience or you continue to relive that hurtful experience, give yourself the gift of accepting the possibility that what they believed transpired between you was very different. Give yourself the gift of peace, whether it's by having this conversation and healing the relationship or gaining clarity, or whether you get that peace from letting it go Either way, give yourself the gift of peace because whatever you perceived that you experienced, even if you're 100% dead on accurate of exactly how it went down, that moment in your life should not have the power to continue to hurt you. It should not be able to take up space in your head and time in your thoughts. You deserve better than that. And that moment, even if it was awful, was just a moment. And the only moment it has a right to disrupt is the moment it happened in. If you need help facilitating these conversations, deciding whether or not to have these conversations, preparing for these conversations, 
or choosing peace instead of the conversation, you can message me through the Facebook group or you can send me an email either way and we'll see how we can get you started towards feeling peace. Thank you for taking the time to take this in today. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next time. Bye.